people of the world, welcome to That Sports Podcast, season four. We've got a lot planned for you this season. Thank you for tuning in. Check us out on social media. Check out our website, www.thatsports.ca. Guys, I got the vid, so I finally succumbed to the coronavirus this week, and um, because I've got three vaccinations, I'm guessing that's why I haven't been that sick, so I'm doing okay, I'm battling through, we're doing the pod, you know, just like any of the greats, right? Tom Brady, (laughs) Harry Price, just battle through. Next shift, right? Let's go. Um, let's bring in Josh McClement. He has moved. He bought a truck that was far too small for the move. 16-footer wasn't even close to fitting all his stuff. Uh, our producer, Mark, myself, almost broke our backs trying to get a... I don't even know what it was. What's larger than a king mattress? Is there something larger than a king? It was a huge mattress, very awkward, trying to shove that into the back of the truck, (laughs) trying to make it fit and get that door down. Josh was yelling profanities the whole time. (laughs) Anyway, we moved him and uh, he's now in a new place. He's not living in Toronto anymore. Our boy has... uh, He's bought a house and he's he's a grown he's all grown up. Uh, behind him, I'll let you talk here in a second, Josh. Behind him, he's got two interesting pictures on the wall. He's got a little podcast den in the new house. He uh, he can tell you about two pictures that he has that he's pointing at right now. What do you got there, Josh? <laughs> well, a lot. That's a that's quite the intro. Thanks, Alex. Um, yeah, the move went great. All right, I'm going to be honest. I was I was uh, both humbled and I realized I I denied some help that I probably should have accepted. I didn't want to be a burden on people, but I needed a little bit more help and a little bit more size. So um, you didn't yeah, mind didn't, being a burden on those who went, who those who you everybody asked. who everybody who who who's helping me owed me something. Alex, you owe me big time. You know why? You're in debt. You know, you've, I've got, you got to pay me back. Well, we all know what happened. So, um, you know, uh, so I didn't mind asking for help from those guys, but I should have opened up a bit more and asked for more help. That's for sure. Um, it was a big move, but it's done. And behind me, the pictures. Yeah, I got one, which is an autographed uh, picture of the Los Angeles Kings 2012 Stanley Cup. Who autographed it? That's Kyle Clifford autographed that one. So... You know who Kyle, he played for the Leafs. He he got traded to Toronto, and uh, yeah, he autographed that. Uh, that was given to me by uh, someone who worked frontline at Gateway with us. So um, yeah, and then over here, I got an autographed picture of Steam Stankos. I was at a uh, some kind of auction, and this guy had bid on it and was freaking out because he couldn't afford what he had bid on it. So he asked me <laughs> if I could if I could outbid him, and it was this. Oh, was was a uh, silent silent auctions where you just write it in and mm-hmm. stuff so mm-hmm. he, he felt like a jerk if you went up there and scratched it out so I uh, I outbid him and now I have an autographed picture of Steve Stanko so those are the two uh, pictures behind me I thought it'd be appropriate because this is a sports podcast but yeah. thanks for the wonderful intro and uh, yeah that's that. it's I'm in Kitchener go Rangers right so yeah Kitchener Rangers. Uh, that's Don Cherry's hometown, right? Kingston. Yeah, Kingston. I'm Kingston. so sorry. It's not yeah. Kitchener. Kingston. Well, the Kingston both, Frontenac. Compared to Toronto. So. <laughs> Thank you, John. Let's go to John, who this is the second time today that you've um, corrected me, John. Um, also, not to just rub salt in your wounds here, but I'm going to do it. Uh, well, if, I, I won't start there. Your Dolphins, your Dolphins, an unprecedented season. I've never seen anything like it. I don't know if we'll see that again, where a team loses seven in a row and then wins seven in a row in the same season. And then it all leads up to last Sunday. And they just lay an egg in Tennessee. So my condolences. No, we got three. We got three. You got three. We got three points. 
No egg, no zero. Oh, well, okay. That's what lay an egg means. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's okay. number three today. That's the three third time correction. And that's number three. That's the number three correction today. I'm going for the hat trick. Maybe we can get a grand slam by the end of the show. So, okay. Uh, but yeah, what are your thoughts, John? Well, how are you and how are you handling your Dolphins uh, elimination from the playoffs? Well, I'm, I'm good, Alex. I'm well, Alex. I'm, uh, thank you for that. Uh, sorry to hear about you, but I am glad that with your three vaccinations that it's not as heavy for you so that's, you, that's good to hear man um yeah it was oh man it was tough it was tough it was you know it's one of those things where like i always enjoy kind of going on the under the radar and so i felt like once they started stringing those slowly then and the momentum was building then i start getting nervous because now everyone's talking about you know the dolphins on a hot streak and stuff like that it was hard to watch. It was really hard to watch. What um, went wrong? What was it specifically? What were they not doing? I the defense. The defense is playing. I don't know. I, I felt the defense is playing a little bit too chaotic. I I honestly believe it can't. It comes down to the coaching. To be honest with you, I don't. On offense, I think. I think we need a. I think we, they need a better coordinator. Um, I'm not willing to like. You know, I'm not willing to give up on Tua. Um, I obviously, yeah, he, he made some mistakes, sure. Um, our offensive line is is atrocious. Um, and I think Tennessee was just a well, more balanced offense than had it coming on. Like, we, like, like oh, man, Jalen Waldo couldn't catch anything. So, for me, it's like, I think when you notice and you see that the offense is clicking the past, those past seven games, is they're really opening it up. They're really opening up the offense. And I felt like it just wasn't. Um, obviously, yeah, you know, again, people to have made some mistakes. You know, slippery ball, I don't totally fault him on that. Um, slippery ball. Yeah, yeah, man. That was raining. There was one like when you saw that that first one he had, he had a grip on it. He just couldn't couldn't get a good enough grip. It was a wet slippery ball. Um, so that that one turnover, like he threw it as a fumble, like you know, it happened. So I'm not I'm not willing to throw this guy under the bus. Um really wanted to beat Tannehill. But yeah. uh you know, but at the same time it is like you look at Tannehill and it's what what I said earlier before we came on, like Tannehill's in a good system in Tennessee. So he's looking like, you know, he's making his throws. He could make throws in Miami, but again, it would, there wasn't that many pieces around him. The offense wasn't really flowing. Um, Miami's yeah. always been, and I think, it, and I really think it comes down for, with with ownership. It starts at the top of ownership, and I always think Stephen Ross likes to make these big splashes. Likes like you you get the, he likes getting these big free agents, these big guys in, and it hasn't never really panned out, and they haven't really put in the time into like growing a lot of players. Right. And yeah. I think, you know, that, so yeah, there was, there was a lot going along. Like it's, you know, I can't just pinpoint it to one necessarily one thing. I think that game was winnable, um, coming into it. Um, so, so now you can play spoiler this week and yeah, we can play spoiler. And- yeah. It'll be nice to see, uh, coming down in, um, this it's in, in Miami. The, yeah. It's in Miami. Yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah it's in Miami. So, It'll be nice. It'll be nice to see. So, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you always. I'll give you credit. You always liked Tannehill when I used to. Yeah, man. Like guy, I again, so. like he, I. I didn't think. I remember. I remember Tannehill's rookie, and I remember I was watching. I was watching something about with training camp, and there was a guy in the crowd there. He's like, "Oh, Tannehill's going to bring us to the Super Bowl," and I was, and I felt to myself, I'm like. I don't, I didn't think so. I didn't think so at the time. It was like when we drafted, because that was the draft with Russell Wilson and uh, RG3 went number one to, uh, to Washington. Um, so I was just like, yeah, okay. I, I didn't really see it coming in that draft. And I was like, you know, and he slowly, but again, like when I look back, I'm like, yeah, it just, there just wasn't pieces around him and wasn't willing to, and you know, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I like Tano. I thought that, like, if because you, you can get these quarterbacks in the right systems, and it doesn't necessarily, and it's very hard to get uh, an Aaron Rodgers, you know, a Russell Wilson. You know, it's it's sometimes doesn't always happen. And I think you know, Tua is still fairly young, and I think you know we need to grow around his strengths, right? 
He's a left-handed yeah. quarterback. And the other thing is, is he's not left-handed though. He's a right-handed person. He just learned to throw the football left-handed. All right. Is so, he ambidextrous? Ambidextrous? Or no, I know he just said his dad taught left. him how to throw left-handed, and so he just he just threw, throws left-handed. And uh, you know, I like him. I like his focus. I, like I like his his attitude. I like that. Like the Deshaun Watson stuff never really got to him. I think I, is he. He, he went high and everyone was talking about him, Alabama and, you know, the tank for two and the way Herbert's playing is never going to knock Justin Herbert. Cause we've said it on the pod before that draft, I was looking at Herbert like, yeah, I wanted the dolphins to get him. And I've said it before, yeah. but we got Tua, and I don't think that's necessarily bad. I think it just means like Tua just maybe like needs to look, grow a little bit more and to get this more confidence and get this system put around him because he's a different style of, of quarterback. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, if that was my team, I wouldn't want to give up on, on Tua. Yeah, it's just tough. Yeah, it's it tough it's when tough. you have those other two guys. You got Burrow and you got Herbert doing yeah. so well. Yeah, but again, um, but again, just it's different styles, right? Yeah, that's I, right. No, Tua is very athletic. Very, he's a dual yeah. threat. He's so the, it's good, it's but. it's making me nervous this off season because that's a lot of the rumors is then you know we'll see if the push comes again for mm. Watson and stuff like that. But um, right. Yeah. Well, guys, let's stick stick with the NFL. The biggest story, obviously, was a man who ripped off his shoulder pads on the sideline, sideline, even though teammates were telling him to stop and keep his cool, then proceeded to rip off his shirt, then proceeded to prance around the end zone, giving peace signs to the fans and high-fiving a fan as he exited the tunnel, through the tunnel, while his own team was at the other end of the field on a very important third down. So Antonio Brown is that man. And this is not the first time that we've seen Antonio Brown have issues. Uh, It's well documented that in in Pittsburgh, he had many issues in the locker room uh, and head coach Mike Tomlin in hindsight did a phenomenal job keeping the band together, shall we say with Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, Ben Roethlisberger, and those Steelers teams. Um, then he goes to the Patriots for for one week and is cut from the Patriots because of off-field issues. Um, and then he comes to the Bucks per Tom Brady's recommendation. And he actually comes up big in the Super Bowl last year wins a Super Bowl, but the party didn't last that long. Um, oh, a year later, he is cut by the Bucks because of these antics. And it, it's tough because I heard two conflicting reports, sort of. I heard initially that Antonio Brown, you know, was said he was hurt, had an ankle injury the last few weeks and, and didn't want to go on the field. And the coaching staff were saying, we want you out there. And that was the reason he went nuts but then i also heard someone say like he was upset because he wasn't getting the ball enough which conflicts with the first story um anyway who knows what to who knows what to think here but i also heard today that people some people theorize that he he's got very paranoid and there's mental health issues other people have theorized that he's got cte from a violent hit from uh, Cincinnati Bengals linebacker Vontes perfect um, that he has they, they think he hasn't been the same since then there's all these theories we, all of us are just speculating but what do you think about AB and TB and BA Bruce Arians the head coach of the Bucks, and, and this whole situation what are your well, thoughts you know my thoughts on TB, so we won't go necessarily there. I'll say this, and I'm sorry, I'm going to, you want the Grand Slam, let's do it. He went from the Steelers to the Raiders. Then from the Raiders, he went to the Patriots. Grand then Slam. he went to the Bucks. So Only took a few and, minutes. And he didn't, he didn't with the Raiders. No, he didn't. no actual regu- regular no, season. No, exactly. The that's Raiders. what I mean. Like yeah. you, because that's when the, the Raiders got that. Um, hard knocks, right? Right. And I remember right. that because he came down and that hot his, air balloon. He burned his foot or something. No, what did he do with his foot? Yeah, it was something to do with his foot. You're right. I can't remember. Did he burn it in a in a yeah. tanning yeah, salon was, or something? Yeah, he did something kind of crazy, right? And then yeah. and then they 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 make this big trade for him. So yeah, there's there is that history. Um, 
So it's funny because I just saw saw this statement um, from Matt Scheffner that Antonio Brown accused the Buccaneers of engaging in ongoing cover-up. He said an MRI on his ankle shows broken bone fragments stuck in my ankle, the ligament torn from the bone and cartilage lots, which are beyond painful. Brown said he will undergo ankle surgery. He ended his lengthy statement like this. Once my surgery is complete, I'll be back 100% and looking forward to next season. Business is going to be booming in all capitals. Well, he released a, a song already, a, a rap song. And yeah. what was the other thing he did? Anyway, there, he's just yeah, And he didn't, he didn't even leave New York. Last, he was, he was yeah, seen yeah. at the Nets game. Right. Of course, right. at the Nets game with That's sunglasses right. That's on. What it was. So, yeah. yeah, man, you're you're 100%. It's it's Mike Tomlin. I kept it together. And, you know, I was saying just before we, we came on, too, I'm like, you think about it, those early days with the Steelers, it was him, Antonio Brown, Mike Wallace, and Emmanuel Sanders. Those guys were dangerous. There was a dangerous three. And then so the Steelers put all their money in on Antonio Brown. Because I remember when Mike Wallace came down to Miami, I was super excited. And uh, I was talking to uh, to a guy who's a Steelers fan, and he was all like, oh, yeah, you can have him. Like, we got Antonio Brown, blah, 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 blah. And then I was at I was at the Steelers game when uh, Wallace came back to, to Pittsburgh. And uh, you got everyone, a lot of people loved him. A lot of, a lot of people around that I was talking to wanted to keep Mike Wallace over Antonio Brown. So it begs the question of the people actually there versus just the guy up in Canada I know likes the Steelers of what really was going on, right? If this stuff has started. And then that's when, when he was the guy, that's when I started noticing more of like his antics because I think he felt he was. He was good. Those were good days with him. Oh, like good. He, he was graced like, the cover of Madden, didn't he not? Oh, he, he's he one not of the Madden. greatest, obviously yeah. one of the greatest wide receivers, one of the greatest football players of all time. So I believe yeah. in is that I think this has always been part of his his persona, his personality, of the flair of his covers his talent and doing that. And I think, yeah, he uh, the the hits and stuff, I think those does play a large part in it. I, right. You know, like, it's probably I know, a mix of a bunch of things. Yeah. I'm not, I'm no doctor or, or studied this stuff. So I mean, we've got, we've got someone on the podcast. We do. Yeah, I'll pass towards, it on to him and hear yeah, his thoughts. Yeah. Talking about psychology. Let's hear it. Jay money. Well, that's unfair. <laughs> Number one, I don't know a lot about Antonio Brown other than all the stuff I've been hearing about him since, this Sunday <laughs> and number two, I don't know that much about psychology. So I, I feel like I've been boxed in here. John, you might have to correct me if I get this wrong, but I just get something that came up um, <laughs> on, my, on my bleacher report that uh, I guess he just released a, a Twitter statement. Um, basically he, he says that the coach came up to him and said that he was done because he refused to play through the ankle, which is what you guys were talking about. But uh, I think, I don't know, when I see it and I see how the coach responded in the after interviews and I see how he kind of talks in this and, and sort of the past history and everyone was talking about the Steelers coach. What was the Steelers coach name, John? I forget. I don't want to say it wrong. Uh, you know, Mike, Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. And how good Tomlin was with him. I think it might have just been, yeah, a little bit of clashing of personality there, which could be related to CTE. I don't know if he has a lot of histories with, but it is a contact sport football. So you got two um, teams meeting. Yeah. They line yeah. up, they meet. Yeah. So, um, uh, I see the statement that you're talking about. Um, just right now, I, it just popped up. So yeah, it's just, Alex, it, like, I just, just I sent up. it to our Instagram uh, group of you so you can check it out whenever. After it, this, seems, so. it seems like that coach dynamic yeah. was a big part of it. Like uh, mm-hmm. uh, there was either something said on the sidelines that set him off and he's not one to, to like, you know, he, maybe he didn't feel like that was the way he felt like he should be treated. Maybe there was a bit of ego there. Maybe it was like they were forcing him to play on this ankle either way. What's tough with that though, is last week. I mean, it still could be true, but last week he caught like 11 catches for a hundred and he went over a hundred yards or something, 10 catches for 110 yards or he had a really good game. He still could be hurt. But but, but players yes. says that they're hurt. They're hurt. Right. Well, it begs uh, even what we're saying. It goes well, back to it, our <laughs> earlier con- our earlier conversations earlier not on. Necessarily. Yeah. I think it was even in our first season of this pod when we were talking about coaches and coaching style and the way players are these days. And like, right? Like, because yeah, yeah. you, you think about it, like, because 
keep talking about Bruce Aarons. Bruce Aarons isn't the kind of guy that is really going to uh, coddle a lot of players, right? He's still this old school, like he will, he's not going to shy. He will give praise when praise is, is due and given. He's not like, he's not like a, a Belichick robot, which is, I think, one of the reasons why Brady decided to go to uh, Tampa was because, like, you know, Arians gives him the praise when he's due and who he is, but he's also like, hey, this is football, like, let's play. Now, I this is where you guys correct me because you can check it. Bruce Arians was on the coaching staff of the Steelers. I don't – and That's he right. did coach – he did coach Roethlisberger, so I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure Arians – would have had Antonio Brown. I believe Antonio Brown would have been in, on that. I feel like that predated Brown. That's would just been, my yeah. Guess. Maybe you might be right. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Correct me because I'm not. I'm not even quite sure. Actually, right? back to three, three now. I was you up, might, you know, yeah, four. Yeah, maybe back yeah, go back to three. Get but, it um, back. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's, it's that's kind of kind of goes to the conversation. Right? Like how Tomlin is able to keep it together. You know, Bruce is right. He's not I mean, that. Bruce way. said that. What was his comment? He said he he can't help himself. I yeah. mean, it's it's very vague, but yeah. He but he also said saying, when like, the signing of when when um, AB was coming to Tampa, everyone was asking, and Bruce Arians was pretty clear that like you know he's here to play football. Like if it's not about football, then yeah, he's done kind of thing. Yeah. And it was pretty of. clear that yeah, it was Tom that was convincing the Bucks to sign him. I mean, Tom convinced the Patriots to sign him when he was with. But where was Tom, Alex? I didn't see Tom going up and talking. Oh, he was. Do you know what Tom was busy where doing? Was, they were where down was twenty-four your boy? to ten. Where was your boy in, in New York at MetLife to the Stadium? Jets, not, Tom to, to was the busy orchestrating another game-winning drive, two game-winning drives. So that's what Tom was busy doing. So it's interesting. Rob Gronkowski, Rob Gronkowski also said like. When they asked him about what happened, oh, here, with here's Antonio an Brown. informed opinion. Yeah, this yeah, is that's right. He just said, right. like, I, I was focused on, you know, the guys in the huddle and the guys on the field. I don't know what happened. So they were, they were busy trying to come back. <laughs> Why even bring that up? Who gives that had it nothing? Uh, just so we know what Rod, uh, what great that he was thought? focused on the game in the <laughs> huddle. Was he was focused sure. on the game? Oh, I mean, thank was, goodness, Alex. Throwing a little bit of shade. Oh. Like this is like, yeah, this wasn't between the lines. This what, was, what were Belichick's thoughts? So here, do you think yeah, this is? A, do you we, think, should, we should ask him. Yeah, he, do you think this is a big a loss for the Bucks? I do, John. I do. I think that because he had one game be, over 100 well, yards. I, I think because they lost Godwin three weeks ago or whatever to a season ending knee injury. And Mike Evans is often hurt. He's really good, but he's in another lineup. And then, other than that, they've got like Scotty Miller, this guy named Cyril Grayson. Never heard of him till Brady threw that winning touchdown to him. They still have Gronk and Braid. But, but, just tight end, but yeah, they, they've lost a lot of weapons. They Fournette's hurt. There's a lot of injuries. Who? Oh, Fournette. Yeah. Um, it's French. Yeah. Uh, so uh, well, how does this all come down to? Because he, in the, the tweet that he just put out there, he says that he was fired. They told him that he's done and he should go. And that's why he took off his pads and left. So how does that come out in the whole like players union negotiation like what happened? Like obviously they'll still have to pay him his contract, I guess, if that's how that works. But how does this impact your bucks? Is there really even a chance that he could come back? And if this is some sort of mental, like you know, just like if he's going through something, can he claim that that that's what this is about as well? Or if it is an actual injury, like I don't know. Like maybe he does have a point. Maybe he's maybe he doesn't. But at some point, this all comes down to like that contract that the bucks have what is that contract is that just a year or is that like six years i don't know how that contract works and like what are they gonna have to pay it out it probably will i don't know Um, if you fire a player you still have to keep up your end of the contract i also heard someone say like his whole like the antics of storming off the field like that could be you could classify that as what do they say conduct detrimental to the team there could be grounds for not paying him he didn't do anything that bad he took off his pads and went to the dressing room i mean yeah i mean you could argue he made a big scene while the game was still going on and but yeah i don't know i don't know didn't didn't distract gronk gronk was still he was laser focused because he's been around brady that's right Yeah. yeah 
Anyway, I, this is an interesting <laughs> development. Right, well, with this. we'll find out what happens, I guess, with the contract. I'll just wait. <laughs> I don't know, Josh. With That's my and, answer. And tons of anticipation. Really put me on the spot here. Yeah. Well, yeah I like to correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's AB. That's. Um, Sorry to throw you guys off, but that thing just came up. I was no, reading that's it. good. I mean, I didn't want us to. We'll have a because you know, there's been a lot of, of speculation with this stuff, right? So um, there, there's going to be. So yeah, it's pretty. Um, I was Did just you read it, John. I was just reading it. Yeah, it's it. May, it does make you wonder. It does make you think, right? Like he's saying, he had talked to Arians and coaching staff. They know about it. He has texts from Arians, and he's saying that Arians got yelled at him and was like, and did this across, like did the finger across yeah, the, the throat, throat says, get on like, the field you're or you're done. Yeah. So yeah. he's saying he wasn't. He didn't quit. He was cut and he was fired because he's like. It's my ankles one thing jogging off the field and getting getting bursting off the line and taking hits which <clears throat> some there's some accurate stuff there and he's acknowledging things and what he needs to work on and his thing with his attitude like the way he left it was more because there was a trigger which was arians telling him all this and that they injected him with a substance even the nhl and the sign nhl nfl pa is revising it saying some stuff there that makes you wonder right like interesting you can't if you're saying i have these text messages then can't just make that up or I don't know. So it's, it is it, interesting. It, I don't it, think it, we're ever going to get a yeah. clear cut answer. I just do think it's like what happened with, um, with, uh, with Gruden and what happened with, uh, the, the um, Oh, what shit. What was that young guy from Alabama, the receiver from, uh, um, the Raiders that got cut. Cause he Henry got Ruggs. a car, Henry Ruggs, right? Like even what Derek Carr said, like, you know, kind of surround them would love kind of thing. And even I'll give this to Brady's how he handled Antonio Brown. Like, doesn't mean whatever happened doesn't mean you can't stop caring for the person. So it's like, Brady had a good if, press, if press there conference. Is, yeah. If there is, yeah, absolutely. Right. Like there is yeah. stuff like, you know, I'll rag on him and stuff like that. But yeah, when there's things yeah. in your, you you're acting like a human like that. Here. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, cause he's the second coming of Jesus Gosh, Christ. Do you not um, like compassion? You're giggling here. You got the giggles. <laughs> Everything he does is self-serving. He's not doing that out of legitimate empathy. He he's, invited Antonio he's either, Brown li, li, to I, live in his house, Josh. He, but he also locked Jimmy be, Garoppolo out of things. He might not be the monster things. that you think he is. But he's, just, he's, he's locked up it. his backup quarterback out of training and getting healthy because he was scared he was going to take his job because the coach liked him more. But yeah, he's a great person. Everything I mean, Brady Tom does won. is self-serving, <clears throat> whether that's self-serving the team so that he can... So that Everything he can Brady win, does is self-serving. Or it's self-serving the brand of Brady. We've been through this. He's he, You can't take what he says. He does as, like his brand. Yeah. yeah he's not saying it launched. out of the kindness of his heart. Well, he's I'm also curious. It's like, all how, the time. You how, do you get, how does one get onto your pedestal, Alex? Like... As as someone who tries to get on there sometimes with you, I, I am curious about that. <laughs> Wait, you want to be on his pedestal? It, well, I'm just curious because like some people can get knocked off pretty quickly, but some you like you just really cement them I in go there. Down with and, the ship, yeah, yeah, man. Like you know, there's loyalty. Who's on my pedestal? I'm, I'm all about loyalty, but like, who's on my pedestal? Tom guys Brady. We, we always talk about on this podcast. Yeah, like Carrie, anybody that puts on a Tom Canadian jersey, apparently. <laughs> Or or manages the Canadians team until they no, no, they no, fuck no, up. No, 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 don't you dare. <laughs> what about what about what about Carey Price who, who just walks off in the middle of a, a season because he for the sake of his mental health? Like, yeah. You know, if a player says that they don't feel like playing, I think that 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 we need to actually explore what those reasons are and not just suck it up and play because we need you. You know, and if that's what that's what. Antonio's saying is happening in Tampa and you know, maybe that's what's going on. And yeah, it's and then probably not the right idea. Yeah. And I think I yeah, exactly that kind of the point too. And I think, you know, all jokes aside, no, yes, well what Tom said and I like hearing that stuff because it's like, listen, you know, whatever may happen, I don't think we will ever get the straight answer. And then right. it you know, so if he comes back, I don't think that I don't think that he should be done. And that's that kind of sucks because if it is his ankle and he's feeling better come the next season, I don't think teams shouldn't take a chance on him. I think, again, it comes down to a system that if a team does take a chance on him, it would be good to have these kind of supports in place for him. But if it comes up to with that, right, to have that, have a, get yeah. him in a system where the coaches can be a little more compassionate, understanding. Because, yeah, you're in the middle of the playoffs. Yeah, you know, you're, you're defending Super Bowl champs. There is pressure. Being a pressure in any major sport from – you know, 
equipment guy getting the equipment out right to the head coach, the players. There's pressure all around, right, and how you handle it. But at speaking the end of the as day, a, speaking we as all a, have, we're all humans. That's right. Yeah, we'll never. You're right. You will never know the full. But speaking right. as a Detroit fan, John, we would we would absolutely love to have him. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna lie. I would I would love to see a Dan Campbell like Dan Campbell handling Antonio Brown. I think it would might go well because I'm high. I've said this every. I'm high on Dan Campbell. I am. I am glad he got a head coaching gig, and so yeah, we'll see, man. With the Lions, I think I think he'd look good in in Miami as well, John. Well, he's a he's a Florida Miami native, but oh, that's the thing. That's what I said in the beginning. Like it wouldn't even super shock me because right now Stephen Ross is just bring in Antonio, bring in Deshaun, bring them all in, man. Bring them all in, exactly right, like. Guys, let's talk about other headlines around the National Football League. Did you see Jonathan Ward's catch where he channeled David Tyree? Uh, The difference with this catch was he caught it off his opponent's helmet instead of his own helmet. Uh, One of the greatest catches I've ever seen. Even though it wasn't on like it wasn't on the stage that Tyree caught it in the Super Bowl, but um, it was it was phenomenal. That was one headline. Yeah. I mean, Burrow and Chase went crazy, and they've won the AFC North. Chase is electric. He helped John's fantasy team. Oh, my God. I was talking to Darcy, sorry, and because I'm playing Darcy. I beat Darcy this week by one point due to two factors. Kareem Hunt didn't go, or he would have beat me. And Jamar Chase at least got me to a point where I was somewhat... <laughs> So you only beat it by one point with only by Jamar one point, Chase's man. 55 fantasy Pretty points. Pretty much, man. Because like, like, I, I kind of, a couple of my team just been pooping bed, but yeah, and, and because Cream Hunt didn't go on uh, on Monday night. But anyway, wow. sorry, I didn't mean to hijack that. No, it's yeah. all good. No, that's all I'm saying. Jonathan Ward's catch, uh, the Bengals winning. Uh, there were other hot, hot, uh, headlines, um, but th- those were two big ones that I saw. Um, oh, yeah. also, also in Washington, did you see the... Uh, uh, the fans, so Jalen yeah. Hurts was walking off the field and the fans were leaning against the stanchion there and it all yeah. collapsed and it could have, like it could have landed up. Six or seven grown But they're all Philly could, fans. But they could have landed one of, on him and broke his leg. or Well, absolutely. But like know, even Jalen. Concussed him or worse. Yeah. yeah. Jalen Hurts wrote a letter to the Washington football team. was like, right. hey, can we look in? But then there's been talk as I was reading that, and people are like, if you look at it, no, no one, because they're all Philly fans, no one from Washington, the staff around, didn't do anything. It was Jalen Hurts that was there to like pick them up and stuff like that. It wasn't and until I, I heard they started surrounding Hurts that everyone's like, oh. Washington, Washington football team claimed that they gave like medical assistance to anyone who yeah. needed it, but the fans all deny it. So yeah, very interesting. So it, it is very interesting, but um, are the Bengals for real? Can they make some noise in the playoffs? No, no. Okay. Really? No, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I think I, that we're talking this year. Um, no, I say is in that the coming they years. Might, is that because they might match up against the Patriots? Oh no, no. They'll they'll beat the Patriots. Come on, man. Come on. I would take Joe Burrow over Mac Jones, and yeah, I know you're going to deny it, but you know, take it out, man. Like right now, I would take. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know, Alex. I, I just know. I don't know. I know what you're going to do. And so I'm um, just trying to find here um, where, where it sits right now. Um, as of right now, so because I'm looking at the AFC, so they're playing against, they're the third seed, the Bengals. They play against uh, Indy. Indy's a strong team. Indy's a very strong team. Their defense is yeah. playing strong. So that's yeah. where I'm like, I don't know. And then, you know, the AFC is, this is a very competitive AFC right now, I feel. In the playoffs, they're the way it's shaped up right now. Um, it is. That, that's, that hasn't been like that in a while because, you know, the Kansas City the past couple of years were really dominating. So, what do you think you of know? the Titans um, potentially having the number one seed without Derrick Henry? He's coming, He's coming back. back. This yeah. Week. Yeah. But they, they've weathered the storm. They've surprised they weathered the storm. And again, like myself. I- um, I'm, man, I just, I just hate saying this so much because it's, it just, it is the way it is. The Belichick tree, right? And Ray, Mike Rabel play, actually played for the Patriots. Thank you, John. You so, didn't have to say you that. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I, I'm, but I'm high on him. I, it's just like a Dan Kev. I love the ex players that come He's in tough. and 
He's his tough. Team is and tough. Yeah. He's tough and he's fair and he has this attitude because um, I, it's going to see the, the running back just ran all over the Dolphins. And, you know, so when you have that and you have that good mentality of like this guy's coming in and you're just, you're not making, whoa, like, yeah, we lost like, if not like the one of the top three running backs in the league. I think Derek Henry was leading the league in rushing. But, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But the point is you lose him and you're not like, yeah, you're upset, but you're willing to like put in that confidence. I think Tennessee's playing with a lot of confidence right now. I think they've beaten some hard teams. Um, they've lost some to some weak teams and that's just how the game goes. But um, yeah. And again, like I said, with Tannehill, he, he's in a good system. He, you know, he's got, um, uh, what's his face? Brown there. Um, great receiver, AJ Brown. Thank you. And I think that I think Tennessee can make noise. I think Tennessee will make noise then since he, so I don't think, I think since he's not, I think they're over, overrated right now for the way that this playoff place like is playing out because there's some still tough teams. Let me ask you this, John. Sorry to interrupt. As a, a, of course, as a Patriots fan, (laughs) if you were a Patriots fan, I know that's like the worst thing you would possibly hear, (laughs) but would you rather play the Buffalo Bills for the third time this year, like in the playoffs or in a wild card round, or would you rather play the Bengals? Play the Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. Buffalo has a better defense, right? Like you guys beat Buffalo. Buffalo can't beat you back. So for me, Buffalo can look awesome. And yeah, they can look. So they can be streaky, okay. but, but I yeah, think that's right. I, I, that that that's. But you think overall they're better than Cincinnati? I uh, oh, the Patriots? No, the Bills. Okay, thank you. Um, has even that's even tougher now. But yeah, I would say so. Just do the fact of like how far the Bills have gotten gotten last year, right? And they really didn't make much change. So they have those players that have kind of been there, have had that success, still hungry. Whereas you're looking at still a lot of younger guys in Jamar Chase, who will be rookie of the year, hopefully offensive rookie of the year. Um, you know, Joe Burrow in the second year, who is playing like these. This team, well, I believe, this team will be good. They will be pushing if not defending the AFC North, but I just don't the way it's shaping out. You've got teams, you know, that are just built a little bit stronger and been there. And yeah. so I, th- I think both pens, I think the NFC and AFC are just, this is, this is going to, this is it's an exciting, exciting year. Yeah. Very exciting year. Yeah. Josh, Matthew Stafford, the Rams, they've uh, bounced back here. They, Matthew Stafford so are, has are not clinch? been as good as, um, what, no, what, what, oh. No, they still have something to play for. So I think, is okay. that right, John? The NFC West is still up for grabs with um, the Rams does, and the Cardinals. I think the, so in this final The week. Rams are the second seed right now and the Cardinals are the fifth seed. Right. So, but depending on how this week shakes out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's going to have a goal. I, like, I, I don't think they've clinched their seeding. That's right. Because so that, the, that's where it is, right? They, they will make the playoffs. playoffs. Okay. Rams are playing the, playoffs. the 49ers, and the yeah. 49ers have a lot to play for. They could get like one of the wild card spots. Yeah, so, so that would affect like a game of the week. week. And the, well, that, yeah, that could be the game of the week. That's right, Josh. Pretty much in all of it. The only ones that really like with the clinching, as far as like, is the uh, Titans and the Packers. Titans at AFC, Packers at NFC. They yeah. clinch, but now they, because they don't play wild cards. So after this week, they have like a week off, right? So like the Rams, I don't will think be in the, the Titans playoffs. have clinched. Yeah, they, they did with that win with Miami, and then there was a couple losses. They got the number really? one. Packers. Oh, I yeah. thought they just uh, had the one seed. No, no, they, they, they clinched. But the point is, is um, so yeah, they'll four. be in it, but does with what's going on, depending where the seeding then ends up falling. So. Okay. We'll go Rams, obviously, I'm all in. And the Packers are awful. The only reason they're in there are because they were playing in that division. There's nothing in that division. Chicago, Minnesota, Detroit. Not very good. So it's very easy to win that division. The Patriots could have won that division, Alex. I mean, come on. Rodgers has not thrown How an interception. He has not thrown an interception. Like early in the early in the season. He's thrown a few early in the season. Right. The first couple of weeks. But you're Still. right, John. Lights out. I'm just saying he's playing. MVP. Yeah. Let's go to let's go to hockey for a second. The only the only NHL headline I've got is the Canucks are on fire since Boudreau came back and the, the Canucks fans, what about the Ducks but yeah the Canucks yeah sure. the Canucks I mean what are they, the the Canucks fans are saying uh what's the chant they say oh it's something about they threw the coach on yeah that's Guys, the, I got a hockey thing after Bruce. this too let's hear what this. is it Josh oh it's really funny uh that's the way Bruce or something like that or keep going I that's forget, the but way they, how did, yeah, yeah I'm I can't believe it's 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 
yeah, I was okay. watching I was watching Sports Time when he got hired, and I didn't know this because I did recognize him. He did say so. Uh, now you guys can hundred percent start correcting me. This is his first time coaching Canada. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. I honestly, dude, I'm not going to lie, Alex. I literally thought he coached the Canadians because he's fr- French sound French last name. Yeah, he played for the Leafs. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. No, but uh, like Jay. Well, I mean, if you're talking about it's Bruce. There it is. Bruce. There it is. That's it. Yeah. Um, He hated it. Oh, he thought it was all right. He was like, "Yeah, it's fine. Let's just go for the next one." He just wanted to keep winning. So, anyways, JT Miller's the real deal. He's turns out to be good. Vancouver's on a roll, which is good. Uh, Super annoying. These teams that we kind of thought would be crap are. Like the Canucks and the Ducks, they've all kind of made a comeback. Calgary, even. I know that Jesse's probably going to be like, oh, no, I knew they'd be good, but he's going to say that just because they're good. Um, but yeah, a lot of, there's been a lot of surprises. If you look at where things are at in the standings now, it's super uh, just annoying. If you're like a, if you're a St. Louis fan, even a Boston, I thought they'd be doing a lot better now. Even Colorado is is not super, like, they're playing really well. They're doing really good. Kel McCarr is playing really good. Did but you see his goal? Just in, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. It was nice. But I just mean, like, in terms of how this season's shaping up, it's kind of anybody's game, really. I mean, you know, there's there's very Anybody few teams. Anybody but Montreal. Montreal. Oh, Montreal's, the like, worst. there's a few teams that are, it's, you know. It's, even the Kings even shameful, got a shot. If the Kings can get rolling, there's no there's no telling that they could make the playoffs. Um, and who knows? So, yeah, in playoffs, it's going to be a whole new series, right? It's going to be a whole new season. So, um, yeah, it's kind of fun to watch. It's um, it's interesting how the Olympics will impact, you know, um, play and and how COVID's kind of. I don't know that COVID's really taken some teams out. So, um, yeah, it's kind of a weird season. But uh, yeah, the Montreal's got they're kind of they're kind of done. They're toast. They're, yeah. they're just looking to next year. Need but. a new GM. I heard that they're looking at Matthew Darsh. Uh, what did I just see? Matthew Darsh, Daniel Briere, and Roberto Luongo. They're going to interview for, for, for GM. GM. Yeah, oh. that's the report. We'll see. We'll see. And even Detroit, like, have you seen some of the like the plays that Detroit's have been doing? That's a fine team. There's nothing wrong. And New York's, like, they're 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 a really good team as well. The Rangers, so the Rangers yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So it's and even uh, Marshall for the for the Vegas Knights is playing really good hockey these days. So all those teams that you were like, ah, they're not going to do much. You, you never know. They're everybody's kind of on the brink of something really. So January is going to be a big month in terms of hockey, January and February, and obviously leading into the playoff push, right? So, and it's going to be interesting, the trade deadlines, like what moves are going to be made. So it's kind of a fun year. I mean, most years are kind of boring because you know the big teams are going to do well. Like, you know, Tampa Bay is going to do well, right? But it's fun to see some of those teams that haven't had a lot of success. Um, Yeah, make a roaring comeback. I'd but, love to see the Penguins. Just one why? more. One more. Why? Because Sid? Get, get number four. Or Jeff Carter. Uh, I mean, it's it's for both. They're on the same right team. There. <laughs> Who do you love the most on the Kings? So you talked about my, like right, my right guys now? on pedestals. No, like, yeah, just in your Mount Rushmore of LA Kings. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't, I don't Mount put a lot Rushmore. of people. I don't put <laughs> a lot of, uh, of human beings on pedestals. Um, oh, you don't? No, no. no. They, they, heroes will only let you down, you know? Okay. I'll, just, uh, I'll let you down someday, guys. I know that you guys look up to me, but uh, <laughs> I promise you I'll let you down. Just a whole someday? cast. Of, just a whole cast of Street Fighter. <laughs> That's what he has out there. When I saw that 16-foot truck, I mean, it happened. <laughs> it's, it's funny. We had another uh, friend. We, we got there, and he's like, oh, this couch is heavy. And I was like, oh, it's Alex work. <laughs> Those show muscles have got to come in handy. So anyways, um, LA Kings, Mount Rushmore. So Luke Robitaille can kind of do no wrong. He's kind of one of those guys that has, has gone through. Okay. There's one. Uh, uh, yeah. Do a deep dive um, on Luke Robitaille. <laughs> but, uh, you know, even Luke, I mean, the Kings fans, you know, we remember that he had to go to Detroit to get a Stanley cup. Same with Rob Blake. We love Rob Blake too, but he had to go to, uh, he had to go to, Colorado to get his Stanley Cup. And the, both those guys are GMs right now, and I don't really understand the... So, you know, I don't put it... There's no Belichick of the franchise, right? So... Who's number three? If I had to put a third one, I mean, 
you, you can't talk about the LA Kings without talking about Wayne Gretzky, right? Like he was can't believe he's he, he did a lot for the yeah, three. for the franchise. So okay, and who's your Wayner. fourth? Jeff Carter. I well, I like Jeff Carter. I always liked the way he played. He's it was nice when he was when the puck's on his stick. He had a high percentage of getting a decent scoring chance in 2012, and that was something that I'd never seen before from any player. So. Yeah, for me, Jeff Carter, yeah. So he was was okay, good. you omitted Jonathan Quick and you can't stop talking about him whenever we bring up the Kings. So. I like Jonathan Quick. He was good. Is he, yeah. Does he bump yeah. one of those other... In terms other of goalies, goal? he's the best goalie no, the Kings. No, I mean, on your top, I'm asking for your top four LA Kings. Robitaille, I mean, Blake, <sighs> Gretzky, Carter. I mean, or I would he, or do you put probably... Quick in? put quick over Carter, but you've also got like, you know, there's, there's Marcel Dion. He's got to be somewhere on that list and the triple crown line and whatever happened before Wayne Gretzky. You know, I also like big fan of Matthias Nordstrom. I know everyone's this like, this is just so, I, I wanted like definitive answers. It's, I can't give you one. No, I'm not, I, I don't think of things that way. I don't think of things of black and white. It's more of the gray. Yeah. No, I live yeah. in the gray. Live in the gray. All right. Well, um, <laughs> let's go. Anybody got any most timely plays of the week? Our Quaylen Awards named after Dante Hightower for his timely plays. I got two, just two kind of because I was going to speak of one, but just because you, hockey uh, and the Canucks. Um, you guys hear about the Canucks uh, assistant equipment manager at the Kraken game? With the I mole? With the mole, the girl, yeah. Kraken fan. So at the Canucks Kraken game. Um, this lady right behind glass of the Canucks bench is banging on the glass to get this uh, assistant equipment manager's attention because she's going through medical school and this there was a mole that on the back of his neck that he she was urging him like you need to get it checked out it looks cancerous so he goes and gets it checked out it's cancerous gets it removed he's okay so he essentially saved her life and then the Canucks gives her like ten grand towards a uh, medical school yeah. wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was kind of cool. I just and I, uh, I think the Kraken gave her some free tickets behind the bench too. Yeah, like, yeah. So so that was kind of cool. But then my other one was nice. going to um, Becky Hammond, um, just a Hall of Famer basketball career, uh, specifically obviously in the WNBA. A longtime assistant with the uh, San Antonio Spurs. Pop brought her on for years. Um, has been instrumental in the Spurs organization. That I was really kind of. Thought it would be really cool to see and was really hoping she would have gotten a head coaching gig. That's what I was hoping but, for um, too, John. In the you NBA. know, but yeah. but this isn't this isn't a demotion. It would be in the NBA because obviously NBA gets more attention. She finally she got a head coaching gig with the Las Vegas uh, Aces. Shoot. Yeah, thank you, the WNBA. And that's not a demotion. That doesn't mean that's that's not a lesser league. That's not nothing. That's just like just great basketball mind. Just great, great career. So yeah, good for her. So. Nice. That was it. Those are my those, two. I was going to those are great ones. They 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 beat mine, John. The only one I ha- I haven't really been paying a lot of attention to the news. Just been being on vacation and moving oh, in. Nice, but... you're on vacation. Nice man. Enjoy. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but uh, I will say this. Uh, I did see the entrance to the outdoor game by the St. Louis Blues. Did you guys see what they were wearing? No, they, I didn't. They, they showed up in um, Hawaiian shirts and shorts. Oh yeah, coming oh, in. Like, yeah, yeah, just I freezing that, cold out there. But I didn't know if that was the them bus. or the or the wild. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was, it was an incredibly blues. cold uh, yeah. game, right? I thought that was kind of funny. That made me chuckle. I was like, and ah. they won the game. Yeah, and they won the game. Yeah. So that was That's that crazy. was really all I got. Because Minnesota is even like it's north of us. Oh, it would really, right? It like would have been yeah. It would have been cold. And, Damn. Yeah. Isn't there an outdoor game coming to like Hamilton? Isn't yeah? There's I don't know. I didn't that. hear that. Really? Yeah, I thought no, I, I heard something so. like maybe next year or something. with with the oh. Leafs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna do a Tim Hortons Field or something. Oh. Wow. Imagine if they did the Leafs in Montreal. It would be pandemonium. Why would they do the Leafs? Oh, Leafs and Montreal. And Montreal. I thought yeah. you said Leafs in Montreal. No, the Leafs play a team called the Montreal Canadians. Ever so I thought that would be yeah. fun for them to <laughs> do an outdoor game. <laughs> like outdoor games. Is. Yeah. Can you imagine? Everybody would yeah. like, they could sell, they could, that ticket could be priceless. Well, I mean, they got to wait for COVID to settle down, I suppose, but hopefully yeah. we'll get a handle on it. Yeah. Uh, my Quaylen Award 
goes to Fred Van Fleet has put up oh for heaven's sake consecutive oh, thirty point games. He's on fire. He's just oh, shooting the lights man. out. So you know, are the, are the Raptors going to do anything this year? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Does it even matter? No. No. My, uh, does any of this matter, Josh? In the, you know? It doesn't. No, it's all it inconsequential. I love it. Just because just you said Van Fleet, I think I, I think I sent you, Alex. <laughs> so for Christmas, my son, he really wanted a basketball jersey because yeah. we were in sports a couple times. And so he really wanted a black and gold one. So I was looking at it, and only ones I could find in black and gold was Pascal Siakam. No Kawhi's. So huh? I said no, no, like there was nobody, no, not even Barnes. Like I'd be, I'd be fine with any of them except for mm-hmm. Pascal Siakam. Mm-hmm. So nowhere, and I was like, man, like there's no way I'm going. I, I told, I told my wife, I was like, there's no way I'm getting a. So I was even looking online. It was so hard to get in that in the black and gold. So in the black and red, got him a Van Fleet. I found like. Yeah, I'm good with that. Like, I got, you know, it is what it is. So, you know, he was super excited on it. I got That's a picture a of him jersey. wearing it. Broke my heart. So, um, I, I'm putting him in basketball. He starts it out. I was supposed to start on Monday, but obviously when things open up again, he'll go. Yeah. So, I was telling him, I was like... You know, I'm like, we're going to get you, I'm going to get you more than one jersey. That's the only stinking Raptors jersey you're getting. And he's like, oh, I want a Celtics one. And I'm like, there he is. Thank you, son. Yeah. You warmed <laughs> up my heart a bit. But Except the Celtics are, man, they got to figure right something out. Yeah, John, yeah, they they, gotta, do yeah. they have, is it time finally trade either Brown or Tatum? I mean, you probably keep Tatum. Oh, I was just going to say, good. I think uh, there has been rumblings of scenarios of that. Yeah. Brown is really good. Um, I don't think it's time, but we know Danny Ainge, <laughs> Danny Ainge ain't in charge, and he was always quick to make yeah, those right. deals, moving everyone around. So I think, you know, first-year head coach, let's get a bit, like, you know, let's not – I don't think it's it's panic yet, but, yeah. you know, don't really want to waste guys. their time. One, one start bench cut based on meltdowns because of Antonio Brown. So I looked these up and I didn't, I didn't prep you guys ahead of time. So these are three melt meltdowns and uh, let's see what you guys think. Do you remember John McEnroe uh, oh, yeah. it on, the, yeah. on the umpire? Yeah. About a yeah. call. And he said like, are you serious? Do you remember that? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's one meltdown. And then George Brett with the pine tar in baseball, Kansas city Royals. He, bolts out of the dugout you'll remember the clip where he just like freaking out because the umps called him out because the pine tar was too far up the bat and he just loses his mind people are holding him back that's another meltdown and then phil wellman lesser known guy i think he was managing in the minor leagues um and i don't know if you've seen this clip i'm sure you have where he gets tossed and he he proceeds to go out and he he uh, puts dirt all over the home plate, and then he uh, gets in like a sh- a soldier's crawl where he's like on his stomach, and he's crawling across the infield, and he grabs the rosin bag and he bites it and throws it like a grenade. Have you, have you guys seen? Sorry, what's what his I'm name? Phil what? Phil Wellman. Anyway, feel free Phil to Wellman look it goes up. nuts. Yeah. Oh, and he and, and he tosses the bag. Oh yeah, that's that's the other thing he does. He yeah, yeah, sorry, up, yeah, yeah. He picks up the uh, the the uh, the bases and he yeah. throws them. That's right. I'm literally just honestly sorry watching yeah, this no, now. That's good. And uh, minor league manager at the Mississippi uh, Bravos. Yeah. yeah, he's going nuts. Yeah, he's, sorry. I'm just quickly fast forwarding. He's covering it like he he's even drawing it out with his finger after he covers that's it. Right. So that's right. He's taking the. It's one of the greatest third meltdowns base? ever. Yeah, he takes third base, tosses, walks over, tosses it into the field. Then Tiger, then yeah, then he arm crossed to the pitching mound. Holy <laughs> crap, yeah, this is insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Holy crap. So start bench cut. We got uh we got um John Mac McEnroe losing it on the chair umpires, George Brett. <laughs> Pintar and Phil Wellman with all the things he did. So honestly, yes. I'll quickly go. I gotta go. Like on my gut, I went to McEnroe because I remember that. And Macro's he's funny. He like he always makes fun of himself, and you know he does Adam Sandler movies. But after watching that clip, I'm going with this guy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm going with this guy crawling all over the place. Then I go McEnroe because I still have McEnroe, and then the other guy is gone. And but, then George Brett. Yeah, okay. but after seeing that, that's just that's just awesome. Yeah. 
I'm just watching him when I guess he was Oh, the Chattanooga Braves. Yeah, okay. He takes like all the bases and now, what's the idea here? He's just like, screw your game. I'm gonna do whatever I want. It's a joke. It's legendary. Oh, it's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll go with him too. He'll be my start, Phil yeah. Elman, and That's then I'll uh, just yeah, because I've seen it so many times. And my just dad quickly, really you guys ever any meltdowns when you're sports playing? Then, uh, then I'll cut the other guy. No, I'm McEnroe. serious. One, one of my favorite ones. Sorry, I didn't mean to. I just it's all good. Yeah, I, I agree with you. But I'll just say this: I had one which I knew I was. I got called for a technical. I I didn't think it was no sorry I got called for traveling and I didn't feel it was traveling and we, we were we were in a basketball tournament we were losing I was in grade eleven and I took the ball and I punted it across the court and I just immediately walked to the bench full well knowing I was getting like a technical and uh, I was surprised I actually didn't get kicked out of the game I thought I was gonna get kicked out of the game and I sat at the end of the bench and my coach comes over to me and he I, th- I thought he was gonna yell at me and he he was annoyed but he just then he looks at me he's like but I like your passion <laughs> and just like walks right back but yeah you know, it always stands out not a huge meltdown for me but that was one of my my better ones <laughs> That's good. Do you guys have any? I'm kind of curious here. I've I've had a few. <laughs> I guess I hold it down. Uh, yeah, I can't I can't think of the best one. I know that the one that I had that I'm probably the the, the one that stands out wasn't a meltdown. I was just it was a bit of a chippy game, and it was just beer league, and uh, I was it was before I moved to Toronto, so I was living in Kitchener, and I was dating my wife. Uh, we were just dating at the time and i was i was it was a chippy game and it was like a lot of elbows flying and so i was out front of the net and there's this big defenseman i remember he had like he had that hair that was like coming out of his helmet he looked like a anyways um a muppet sure and he uh he was holding me in front of the 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 front of the uh, in front of the goalie. Like I mean, I get you know, got to push the guy out of there. Whatever, you're gonna stand there, you're gonna get hit, you're gonna get chipped. But he was literally holding me, and I couldn't go. I couldn't go. So the play goes the other way, and he's still holding me. And the ref's back's turned. So what I did was I did. It's called a slew footing. So I, yeah. I I put my skate in behind his, and I just kicked it, and he went up and ended and and landed on his. I don't know what happened to him. I hope he's okay, but he landed on his back, and then I skated by the other team's bench they were pissed and i just kind of gave them a wink <laughs> and they started yelling and screaming and i gave them the bird and then um so the rest of the game got a little it kept kind of getting bigger and bigger and everybody was giving names to one of everybody i think they were calling me ginger balls i was calling them some other colorful names um so yeah, we were, I feel like yeah, there was a call that didn't go your way that I feel like you probably, you know, tossed a stick across the ice or something. No, I saw that the weird thing was, that, and the reason I brought my wife up was because I didn't know, I didn't know this, but I, after the game, I'm going out to the parking lot and there's a tap on my shoulder and I turned around and I thought, oh, you know, kind of whipped around quick. Cause <laughs> that's what I thought. I thought, oh, here we go. This, this is carried out into the parking lot now. And it was my my wife and I just kind of stared at her and I was like, Oh, <laughs> did, did you watch that game? Did you? <laughs> she did. She came in and surprised me to watch my hockey game, which was probably a mistake. Anyways, that's probably one of the ones that stood out. Um, but I remember oh, freaking out on refs yelling because of calls. Yeah. And, yeah. But it's, it's all, all stays out on the ice. Nothing. I didn't punt a basketball. <laughs> Although I might try to do that with a puck next game. Oh. It's just bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I just <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Probably fall on my back doing it. <laughs> Alex, I can oh, oh, come no. on, Alex. No, never. Tyler! You freak. Get off me. Get off me. Last Always time I played basketball with you under the underpass with uh, John and his friend, you were losing your mind. Almost pushed Buddy into a pole. It was insane. No, no, no. That doesn't Watch sound like me. Watch, you're cool. No, no, no. Oh, he was mad. <laughs> oh, oh, John good. came up to me right in my face like, he can't do that. He, he can't do that. You got to get him out of here. He can't do that. Yeah, yeah that sounds like something I did now. <laughs> well, that sports. Take it away, Steve Benjamin. Oh, I guess that's it. Well, that's it.